This is Running Out of Runway, a discussion about startups, founders, and feelings. This week, we're talking about older books that are still important for new founders to check out. Before we get started, can you do me a favor? Take three seconds to subscribe and like this. That simple act helps us keep providing informative and founder-focused content with as little BS as possible. Done? Okay, let's go. First off, we've got Guy Kawasaki's The Art of the Start. This is the first version, but he's released a, a 2.0 edition with updates and expanded content. This one has seen some shit, let me tell you. It's got coffee stains, numerous terrors, a few tears, and maybe a little blood in its pages. I remember drafting my first business plan in 2002. It was an atrocious 80-page monstrosity with a lengthy pro forma area of financials and my best analyst speak about the market and business model. I packaged up 10 copies of that, printed on really choice linen paper and in cotton envelopes, marked them confidential, and sent them out to what I thought were the top venture capital firms. I remember that I got three of those business plans back marked return to sender. Guy Kawasaki was the only one who actually sent me an email. Basically, he said, I can't read your business plan because it's marked confidential, and we don't read anything that could cause a conflict of interest. At that point, being 20 or 21, I had no idea what he meant. But he also said, nobody does business plans anymore. You just need a good slide deck. Go read my 10-20-30 rule on presentations. That was extremely surprising to me because everything I had read, which was obviously very outdated, was that you have to have this big, thick investment book with a lengthy business plan to even be considered by investors. Even at that point in the early 2000s, it was already not true. The funny thing is, today, one of the biggest pieces of advice that I give new founders is don't write a frickin' business plan. A 15 to 20 slide deck is probably all you're gonna need to communicate your early product and go-to-market strategy. Pretty soon after that interaction with Guy, I bought The Art of the Start. As a young entrepreneur from the Midwest who pretty much idolized TechCrunch and PG's essays, I still didn't understand the disparity between startup culture and process in Silicon Valley and what I was living in rural Ohio. This book helped me understand just how behind I was. I really had an opportunity then to adjust my thinking to be more in line with what the early adopters were doing. There's one big anecdote from the first version of this book that I distinctly remember. That being, a milestone for your business is not printing business cards or setting up a website. It's shipping your first version or selling your first customer. There are things that are busy work and things that matter. I've met Guy a few times since. Uh, he came to Cleveland to speak at one point, and I remember being starstruck by his talk to a fairly small Ohio startup crowd. Years later, my co-founder and I were at a Silicon Valley bank party at South By, and Guy was there to sign his new book. We were there a little early, and Guy ended up sitting at our table to grab a bite beforehand. We had a really nice conversation, but I was trying not to be fangirly, so I don't really think I told him how important his book and the email exchanges we had to giving me confidence that I could connect with investors and be on par with people who are starting companies in the Valley or out of Stanford. So that's the art of the start. I highly recommend it. The original version is perhaps a bit dated, but there are plenty of learnings to be had, especially in version 2.0. So the second book I really recommend if you're just getting started is Getting Real by the team over at 37 Signals. They're most famous for making Basecamp, a great tool for project management. This book came out in 2006, I believe, but many of the tenets and lessons are contained in Jason and DHH's tweets and blogs. Being 14 years old now, some of the content is a bit dated, but much of it is just as applicable as when the book came out. 
There are other books, Rework, It Doesn't Have to Be Crazy at Work, and Remote, expound on the lessons in getting real and are incredibly helpful for a founder who is trying to balance all the shit swirling around us at any given moment. When Getting Real came out, I was really just coming into my own, moving into product management and running a team for the first time. Their advice was really helpful as I made that career transition and taught me a lot about how to build, launch, and manage products. A lot of the lessons in here are very short and it's a quick read. Getting Real is about skipping all the smoke and mirrors of startups and actually focusing on the nitty gritty of building, launching, and selling. It's about doing less and jettisoning the non-essential. About being small and agile rather than bloated and officious about what is real and important. My favorite part of their writings is that they really take a stand against hustle porn and are at odds with some of the things you might hear from Gary Vee and others who glorify just working harder and longer hours to get ahead and focus on appearance over substance. That message really resonates with me now because I really don't remember my 20s. I was working at least 60 hours a week on a startup that I didn't own any of for pretty much that entire decade of my life. I was young and dumb and really didn't come away from that hustle with much more to speak of than the knowledge I gained during the process. I often sound like I think those years were wasted, but while many of my age group were finishing college or getting their MBAs, I had been working at a fairly high level. I came out of that eight-year period with the first startup I had joined after dropping out with a, a lot of lessons learned from those long and hard years that many others wouldn't experience until much later in their careers. That time spent killing myself really affected how I think about my life going forward. Nearly everything is triaged. It's about what will have the most impact with the least amount of time. Sometimes that means letting the spinning plates drop for the things that don't really matter. I highly recommend all of the 37 Signals books, and Getting Real is available for free at Basecamp.com slash Getting Real. So there's really just no reason not to give it a read. It's quick. Another book that you really ought to take a look at is Founders at Work. Yes, the stories in this book are largely from the generation of startups that came before the 2000 bubble burst, but many of these companies were pioneering a new way of thinking and were building the framework that we all operate from today. Concepts like pivoting your product based on the things you learn, and lessons like a good team is more important than a good idea. Tenets of starting a business that we take for granted today were forged in the fires of the early internet. There are stories about creating the first publicly available and free email domain and web client, stories about the first photo sharing site, pivoting from moving money between devices and being a new type of bank. There are examples and ponderings on the highs, lows, and all-consuming nature of startup life, and discussions on why not to raise money and why people can't understand truly innovative products. It's a really dense book with a lot of candid conversations, failures, successes, and quandaries that you can learn from no matter what year it is or how seasoned you are. It can also teach you a lot about the human side of being a founder, the pain you'll face and the roller coaster that you'll go through. It will make you feel less alone and help you understand that many other people are going through the things you're going through. Now, there are thousands of books out there about starting a startup. Heck, there are probably thousands published every year. These are just three that are largely overlooked nowadays because of their age, but I still believe contain important information that new founders can benefit from today. What about you? Do you have a favorite book that's helped you get ahead or cope with startup troubles? Let us know by leaving a comment. 
You can also shoot me your feedback at ed at runningoutofrunway.com or at ebuholtz on Twitter. Don't forget that all of our podcasts and videos are also available at runningoutofrunway.com. Thanks so much for listening in. If you like this content and want more, make sure to subscribe. Later. Later.